When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. We're back. Bobby Manning, start making your comments now. He's got, yeah. the, he's got the fade. <laughs> you seeing Hayward? Is, is that going to be like, the comparison? Uh... Again. It's gonna it's happen. Like when uh when Steve Urkel goes into the chamber and comes out as Stefan, is that what we got here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby, is that we got here? I miss Bobby Urkel. Might that you might be no way. Better. No way, Bobby knows. <laughs> Bobby knows Steve Urkel. Bobby knows Steve Urkel is a thirty-five-year-old. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy yeah. nailed him. Yo, Dude, this is this is Stefan. This is this, this is Stephane, like Laura <laughs> the character the story that door down looking for looking for Stefan. He comes out <laughs> cool, Bobby. That's all you gotta know. That's all you gotta know. Um, so Hello. this is a tough one to like put your finger on. Um, I guess you know, we could always play the make miss league thing. Um, which honestly oh, come on. I mean, what are you gonna talk about here? Utah scored. I mean, look at look at the numbers from three. This, well, they're this, a really good three-point shooting team. I know, but that's what happened. Celtics, Celtics went ten of twenty-nine. They went nineteen of forty-three. They got they got lit up a little bit. Other than that, Celtics didn't play an awful game. Uh, the easiest thing to say here is Utah's obviously a better team, so it's really hard to pick apart um, the Celtics when you. Um, what are they going to do? They lost to a better team. Done. Sweet. Let's well, that's, what, that's, that's what they do. They, the lose show. To better, they lose to better teams in them, which isn't really a good recipe for playoff basketball. So, I mean, I guess this is who they are. I mean, Marcus Smart misses back-to-back threes. I guess one might have been a long two. If he hits one of those, the game might be different. Um, you know, I thought Jason Tatum drives to the – makes a nice move to the basket, blows by his defender, and then instead of going up for it, maybe drawing some contact again to the line, of which they didn't get to the line like all night. Kicks it out to Marcus Smart. Honestly, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on the decision because he Marcus Smart was open. But in that Absolutely. situation, if I'm Tatum, I'm 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 taking the ball and I'm I'm putting it in my own my own hands, quite literally, and I'm putting the shot up. He he was hot in that second half at points, and if he makes that basket, maybe this maybe this game ends differently. Instead, Smart misses it, Jazz go down, 
and they drain a three. I think it was um, yeah. Mitchell who drains a three right there and six-point game. And then they hit another – Smart misses another one, and they hit another one, and that's your game. The, the second three is what bothered me more. First three – it was a quick one, right? Well, it wasn't yeah. just that. It was The first three, three wasn't a three. Your first three wasn't well, no, a three, but, but it was in was the flow. It was in the flow. It was open. Marcus had plenty of time. That's fine. The second one bothered me more because there's no reason Tatum should have been even looking to that side of the floor. You got right. you can see it if you go back and you watch it. Okay, you've got you've got uh, Jalen and Kemba on the right side of the floor, and Kemba was standing. I mean, you know, completely on the other side of the floor. And as soon as he sees the ball go over, he just kind of his shoulders sink. And the shot goes up, and he's like, "Okay, you know, like I'm sure he's not, he's not gonna throw a tantrum over it, but it's like, hey, scorers over here, you know, like they're both. Yeah. It just, it's a strange choice. I understand in the flow of a game, you whip it around, pass, pass, pass. Defense rotates, you get it over to somebody for an open three. Look, those are great. This was like." He went looking for smart on that. It was just a strange one. He just didn't even look to the right side of the court where he had better, you know, better scores and better options. Yeah. But you know, again, even if that one goes, there's still an uphill battle. I mean, Jazz put the foot on the gas there a little bit late. Celtics made a good run there late when Rob. Um, I'm not going to make this all about Rob again, but Rob came back in the game there. You had some really rough Grant minutes for a while as well, uh, and you know they made that good push in the fourth, um, but. Then just Utah just took it from him. Yeah, and it's tough for me to tell whether it was that finishing stretch by Utah. It, obviously, the fourth quarter, they dropped 40 points. They were dominant start to finish in that yep. one. Celtics couldn't keep up with that. But I also think you mentioned Grant and Semi in the first half. Those minutes where those Dude. guys are in, and it's just chipped away. You, you have 19 minutes of Semi. You have 17 minutes of Grant. And they do so little in those minutes you just chip away, chip away, and the Jazz are able to stay in the game consistently, even though they didn't play all that well through three quarters because of the fact that those guys just don't generate any offense and that we're largely empty minutes for both of them and either side of the half. And yeah. so this is the thing. We, we get away from double big, which wasn't working all that well, but the team doesn't have the personnel to run three wings either. That's always been the problem. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, oh, yeah, but then, like, is it, is it the yeah. performance or is it those – throughout the floor of the game where every single team is able to stay in the game with these teams. Except for, it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I yeah, say, that's I mean, sort of the, uh, you know, down the stretch is going to be the dilemma, right, for, for Brad Stevens against these sort of teams. But I thought that this was a great opportunity for Rob Williams to get that in-game action, that, you know, down to the wire, going up against the best team in the NBA, where, you know, the Southerners are trusting you in, the, in that stretch. And he did okay, but, of course, there were those – shortcomings, whether it was that forced layup where he was right in front of the basket, it seemed like he was just hesitant. You know, Gobert just sort of gave him that look, and he just kind of just threw it up there. The second one yeah, was almost the opposite, around. right? He forced it so hard that it almost didn't go in. He just cracked the backboard <laughs> in that second one. You know, and I just think those, those plays are going to go a long way because he's always going to be wide open, but he's got to be obviously not as hesitant as he was in that first attempt. And then, of course, the crucial turnover, he's clearing the way for Tatum, that was a humongous call. When the Celtics lost the, that possession, I mean, Marcus Smart. Can't that stand the call. The that, that three down the stretch, I didn't like, of course, the second one because I feel like Marcus almost is like, all right, I get it. You're in the flow of the offense. But there was, what, a minute and 55 yeah. seconds, I believe? Like, you're in the two, you're in the two minutes here. It's the Utah Jazz. Like, possessions mean everything here. I just thought it was a, little, it was a bit careless. And I don't do this often, but the Celtics did get nailed tonight, ref-wise. The Clarkson three-point call. Great. The screen on yeah. again. We talked about this all year, John. The, yeah, the what's what's, what's that call? 
Yeah. I mean, come on. It, that, 90% of the time, that's like, yeah. so what do you call I mean, the seal? That one's too obvious, yeah. That one was a little too obvious. The seal? Yeah. The seal was, was pretty problem? obvious. I mean, he stuck his arms. I mean, he's a big dude. The Make it a little less bit. obvious. Yeah, especially when Tatum Tatum took an extra time. step. Tatum put him on put him on display because he you know he took that extra step. My God, Tatum, uh, he's a friggin' two time All Star, third team All NBA, and he can't get he. I mean, he is damaged forever with the refs. He cannot get a call every fifty. If he sells it a little better, maybe he gets that. Every time he goes, every fifty fifty goes against him, man. The the, the freaking three point play, you know, the last one. The bro. offensive foul, and granted, if he, you know, he sticks his arm out a little bit, but like, oh Jesus, you they were on have... top of the Celtics tonight. I mean, Tice had a few touch fouls that they were just boom, yeah. and we we expect that. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta defend without fouling, and that was a concern tonight too. They turned the ball over a ton on the offensive end, which kept the Jazz and in no it. Was throws, certainly not man. sharp. Yep. How many free throws did they shoot? Anybody want to guess? None outside and ones, right? Total free throws in the game. Definitely single digits. Four. Four. Yeah, and it was all and ones. Oh, they got one late. Four. Oh, Tatum definitely got one. That's the one I was thinking of. A few. That's hard to do. I mean, and they didn't take a ton of three pointers <laughs> to tonight. Like, I think they know, went the I whole know. game without a shooting foul outside of a make. So, yeah, the offense like, was Chris, and a lot of that had to do with them getting stopped in, from the perimeter. Like that first quarter, I mean, you knew it wasn't going to last, but the way they were defending the three point, I mean, it was incredible. I'm like, you don't see Utah, you know, struggle that that way, at least for that that long stretch. It essentially seemed like the entire first half, and then came the second, and everything changed. Uh, so I don't know. I I I, I hate doing this. It feels like it's lazy, low hanging fruit, but again. We're stuck in that same place between is Brad does Brad know what he's doing with the rotations, or uh, you know, or can he be blamed for it? Because no matter who you put in, it, you're always playing roulette here. As you mentioned, he tried semi to start. I, I mean, I just I don't. I, I'm going to be baffled by this from the end of time. I hate making the game about it, but like, you could not have had a better stage to start Rob Williams tonight than has ever existed. Here we and go. Tice didn't play poorly. I'm just so confused that it didn't happen. I'm confused by the semi start, even though I thought that's what Tice Brad was really good tonight. I'm confused by Teague playing more than Pritchard. I, I, I'm I'm just I'm confused right now. Like I, I don't know what's happening. We all thought Rob was <laughs> I gonna. I was like Rob's going for Tristan 30 goes out tonight. Yeah. Nope, twenty-one. Rob, like Rob plays a perfect game. Stevens is basically like, I've obviously have to start playing him more. And again, he played him fine, but I tweeted this half jokingly. I we're in the same <laughs> position. Rob passed Grant Williams in minutes somewhere late in the fourth. Like, what are we doing? I I just I'm so I don't I, I I'm not any and it was Bobby. What bothers me more is it, it became the same thing as before. It's that cowardice. We can't possibly play Rob against Gobert. He waited till Gobert went to the bench and Favors came in, and then he brought him in. Is again, are we afraid to play him? I, I, I don't. That's more what I mean. It's not that Tice doesn't deserve his minutes. Tice played well in the first half. I just don't understand. Is there? Are you? Is Brad still afraid to play him at times? I mean, it was literally the second. Gobert went out and Favors came in. They're like, okay, now we can. Now it's safe to play Rob until the fourth. 
I don't I'm, think it's about being scared. I think it's about maximizing the minutes that you have him out there. And we're going to do the same thing again and again. I think he's playing the perfect amount. You get 7 to 10 out of him. You have 14 points, 9 rebounds, 2 blocks. He, you can't be happy with that? You can't be happy with him closing the game as he did? For the be happy? Why would you be happy that a guy who plays so well when he's in there plays fewer minutes than he could be playing? Why is that something that makes you happy? It doesn't make me happy. I just think it's the reality. Make me happy. You just asked me if I'm happy. I'm not happy, Bobby. I'm happy he's closing. Bobby. To it. If, and again, I, 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 really it. I wouldn't say he was 15 freaking and 11. Awesome. I can't more than, than starting. But I'm yeah, 15, 11, 6, minus 12. I, the, the starting the thing's so ceremonial the great, that there'd be yeah. high fives it, across it, Celtics it, Nation if not, you just got to start. Not, it's, it's not, not the about starting. It's starting. It's about getting more minutes because you're starting and putting it and, and putting him up against other premier talent in the NBA to see how he's going to do. Him. And it went okay. You know, and he got playing, the clock on Mitchell. He was first and playing with the first unit. Right. He gets to do it in crunch time though, which is which is what really should matter to you guys. And like, that's you know, what they, that's made their run there. So if yeah, he's good enough to play with them in crunch time, why can't he play with them before crunch time? It's, why are we not waiting like until the four minutes left? I know he's improving the, and you know we've been talking about it for the last three weeks, obviously, but I mean, John, don't you even you don't you get a little worried that he's just like two quick fouls away from that first quarter from seeing the bench? Like honestly, a lot of the time I just feel like you know what? I'm with you. I want to see him continue to get reps with that starting unit, but I think it's way more important at the end of games, especially again teams like this, someone like Gobert. I thought that was really important for him to get those reps in. Win or lose. I, I think those reps go a long way. And, and I and I'm one with foul you tonight. The starting with him with the starters, yes, he has to he has to get more reps in with those guys. I, I'm, just, game, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. This, the, rotation's so t- the rotation's so tight right now. He's going to be out there with Brown. He's going to be out there with Tatum. And this is like, we do this every night, which is what frustrates me. He's not the reason they're winning or losing these games. Yeah. You know, like he's contributing. He's playing really well. I think he's playing the right amount. And if you push it up to 30 here, does it flip the game? I mean, Maybe. 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 And again, I'm not making it all on Rob. I'm just, again, I am confused again what's happening here because, again, it was the, the, the couple things you don't like seeing is that stint where he comes in just with the bench, guys. He did. He was a, he was avoiding Gobert, actively avoiding Gobert. I mean, it was favors went to the scorer's table. Rob got up. So obviously, again, there's a hesitation. It's very I don't, I, I don't get that. And when, on a night where Tristan is out, you're like, great, this is perfect. They're only going to play the two bigs now. And you give Grant 18 minutes, and I just don't fully get it. Right. That's all. I don't get it. Right. Well, we just uh, – who was it? Um, Sherrod on the last show. I'd rather said, Tice get him. I just, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Bob. Well, he said on the last yeah, show, it was like, you know, maybe, it's better if, maybe it's better that Brad just stick with – two guys, two bigs per game, and one guy gets the short end of the stick. And then he has the perfect opportunity. Brad has the perfect opportunity tonight to, you know, lean on Tyson and Rob, you know, as the only two really healthy big guys. And like you said, Johnny, he goes and he throws Grant in there for 20 minutes or whatever it was. And Grant was playing throws, the throws them all this, off, you know? And this is why I'm advocating for a trade. Get you might need it at this point. I mean, this is the this is again the conundrum. It's just like I said, is on this night following Rob, Rob is not the reason they won or lost tonight. We don't know. I, I don't think so. That's not why I'm bringing it up. You don't it just seems like, 
it just seemed like coming off that game uh, and the way he played and Gobert and a good matchup that you thought, okay, let's see what his athleticism can do here with Gobert. Um, let's get him. This would be a great opportunity. Then Tristan gets COVID. It just seemed like all the planets were aligned here to, to make this happen. It just right. didn't happen. So it's disappointing because this would have been, as Joe Sway mentioned, a good showcase, a good opportunity to run there. Uh, in general, the, that second unit and that bench was bad. So when Rob was out there, there wasn't a lot going on at that time. Smart didn't have a great game himself. So just kind of – and he was still making the most of his minutes. I'm not putting this game on Williams at all. I just – again, I was surprised that this was how it was – how he was used. No, and it doesn't have to happen so fast. If we look at his collective last month now, and I know Jay King put the stat out there on Sunday – yeah. Like 17 per 36, 13 per 36. rebounds, five blocks over the last five or four weeks, rather. Like he's playing outstanding right now. I just, give, I just give him credit for what he's doing right now. I think he's helping the team in a substantial way. The 14, minute, 9, and 2 over start, 22. It's the same thing. Yeah. Same numbers. They're going to start taking in the right direction. I think he's in a great role to succeed right now, and he's doing it every single night, which is important. So, like, you just – just because we see the success doesn't mean it has to shoot right up to 30 and put them in more minutes. Bobby, more we've been having load. this conversation for like two months though. Right. Like that's the point. Like, <laughs> we know it's not going to happen every Let me ask you this question. Hasn't. Bobby, if you could trade for a center on your team right, right now, now, right now who averaged 18, 13, and four and played 36 minutes a game, don't you think that guy would make the team better? I think so, but we had this conversation That's yesterday. All it would, is. He actually, would he actually put that out there over those minutes? I don't know, but he's literally, he did it. If you do the math, somebody at home do the math here and extrapolate this over 36, it'll be the same freaking numbers. It's he just, it's a, if he does it every night, it's not like he has one game where he has 22 and 20 and then another game. Every night, this is basically his line. It's like 14, 10, and 2 over 20 minutes right. every night. Why do you yeah. think it wouldn't work over 30? I'm I just – what what would happen in those next 10 minutes? He would just <laughs> – no, <I'm not, laughs> so He would for take a, a nap out there? He'd just be like, I'm so tired. Oh, no, this. I'm over my minutes. His knees just get out. It's like the battery right run low. Now, now that I look at the math tonight, it wouldn't be too hard to put up four and four Again, over the next uh, – 14, per 30, per th no one's expecting him to average the per 36 numbers. It's just an indication of how well he's played with the limited minutes. So it kind of makes you wonder, okay, well, what could this guy give us if he played five more minutes a game instead of, you know, 20 minutes, he's paying 25, right? So that's what yeah. those numbers are there to tell you. Like that's the target. That's that's that. 25. So today, today wasn't it doesn't matter. I don't want to make it about that. But uh, it's again, it's another. This is another almost depressing game in the sense of like, um, it just it shows you who they are. And then you watch a game like this, right. and you're like, is this is yeah, this, so team this is, is this team a player yeah, away? Glad, what is this team? No, I'm glad you said that, John, because you know what? I was thinking to myself throughout, let's say about a good chunk of what three and a half quarters or so. Even in, even when it seemed like the something, okay, they're probably gonna lose this game, but let's see, let's just see how this thing ends. I'm like, this is what. And I know we're still early, right? But I'm like, this is playoff basketball. Like, this is Celtics playoff basketball. This is what they would look like if they were in a seven-game series. And yeah. it's not as it's awful as you team. think it would have, right? If you think about it, overall, right? This is a team, of course, they're not going to see the Jazz unless they make it to the NBA Finals or, you know, all that. Teams like the Jazz, the Jazz, a lot of teams like the Jazz, you don't 
seen in the East, right? Or less few, right? And I think the Celtics we saw was those mishaps. But again, down the stretch, Robert Williams, look, I don't necessarily want to see him play 30 because you know that 25 minutes is perfect. Down the stretch, he's going to get those reps in, that physicality. Look, the Utah Jazz, they took it another level with the Celtics. Just physical, physical. Like, I feel like Robert Williams, he, he learned something today. You know, put it that way. I think he's thinking about Gobert and – I don't know. I, I just think those experiences go a long way for someone like Robert Williams because he's so important for this team and their playoff hopes or their playoff so, run. So this is, I mean, this is a big picture conversation we're going to have here too with this team because you might be right in the sense that Rob's extended run, big situations, experience this year would be a powerful asset for them. I think you could say the same for Neesmith, younger players down the bottom of this roster, Pritchard, who we didn't see tonight and oh. we're really not seeing all that much anymore. So at what point, and we started to see the rumors this week that a veteran could be getting shipped out of here. Do you ship multiple veterans out of here, which is an idea oh, I threw oh, around? Oh, 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 Bobby, don't say a veteran. Just say Tristan Thompson, bro. Tristan Thompson is the guy. You're Tristan boy. Thompson's the name. But, but yeah, do you ship multiple veterans out of here and kind of – what's the comparison, John? They traded a guy in uh, Moneyball so the other guy could play first base. Am I getting that yeah. right? Like that yeah, kind I mean, of situation. At least, at least in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the book was no, way better. Traded that's Carlos Pena. <laughs> no, I mean it was an actual season. We watched we watched him play baseball. It, it's so We're funny that, that entire movie about? they don't mention it's because it's because Hatterberg played first. No, because they had fucking They didn't once mention that they had three of the like best seven pitchers in the majors, you know? Right. <laughs> what direction are you going as a team? I, I've thrown this out there. You can go young, you can push experience on these younger guys and really emphasize their roles here alongside, you know, the younger core of this team. Move Kemba possibly, move Tristan, which would be a smaller first move in that sense. And clear it's this out. Because right now we know what Brad's gonna do. Brad's gonna lean on the veterans. He's gonna tighten up this rotation and but go the, with who he believes in. There's problems with the people playing too. I mean, this defense was garbage tonight. The amount of open threes and just kind of dropping, fouling their heads back and letting guys pl play. The fouling. This was just. This was an awful defensive performance. I mean, and we see so many of them from this team. It's like who's gonna come in and fix? all of it you know like you need things but you also need this group of players to bl play all around better basketball and that again includes just horrendous defense playing with zero pace again being near the bottom of the league in assists it's just not a team that does anything exceptionally well beyond having two really good talents and then rob williams who's frigging you know like a racehorse whose gate won't open you know but i mean that's what else do we have what 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 do they have going for him? Like, what does this team have going for it right now? Not a ton. They're not doing they're they're not doing anything at a really high level right now. They have some players who can put up good individual performances. As a team, they're not doing anything at a high level. Anything. They don't have a lot of high level players. They have three or four on any given night. Where's the Kemba apology cam crowd, by the way? Hey, I th I thought he had a good game, Jimmy. Um, I didn't think he was – he was pretty non-existent. I mean, he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a great game. He missed a couple of shots himself. But he had a, he had a nice three in the fourth there. Kind of keep His him – His defense uh, was active. He, like, he was one of the guys who was contributing. The problem yeah, right. I mean, look, look, games. Look, look at the Celtics bench tonight and look at the look at the Jazz bench tonight. You want to talk about yep. 
a, a well-rounded yeah. team, a deep team, a team that can shoot from all over. I think they've got one stat that I see on TNT. They have six guys shooting 37% or, or yeah, more I'll, from I'll three. Say, Jimmy, I, I look at their bench. I just see shooters, man. They're all shooters. But I'm, I, yeah, I guess, they get yeah. shooters. Ingles I mean, Ingles, doesn't miss. Ingles shows up to the Y and, like, Never, he's probably taken so much money from your average Joe at the Y. When you see this guy rolling up, throw his backpack, and you're like, oh, I'll, I'll take him. I'll cover yeah. him. And they just I'll go to Ingles. Yeah, I'll take Ingles. Oh, I got this guy. And he just absolutely murders you, like, all the way up and down the court. Uh, that's that's just, like, the type of team they have. I mean, they just got guys that are – they. I don't know. I mean, I'm not following the Jazz game and game out, but they seem to be uh, believers in themselves. And I know a lot of teams around the NBA – and there was that famous this year, that famous or infamous, the way you want to call it, a uh, little uh, back and forth between Shaq and Donovan Mitchell, where Shaq was like, you know, I don't think, I'll, uh, you know, I don't believe in you guys or whatever. And, and Donovan Mitchell was like, OK, Deeper. like, yeah, like they don't like they don't care. So, like, they have a full roster over there and the Celtics just don't. That's not breaking news. We you know, we know that they don't have uh, have a roster deep enough to to roll with the with the big boys. When they're rotating in the bench tonight, they got pulverized. Clarkson's pull-ups, the Niang lobs oh, to go bare. First half Clarkson's. Yeah. Ingles doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. Point blank. Yeah. And that's a guy, yeah. Team Australia. You watched him last two years ago in that in that World Cup. That guy can You're just all about friggin' international play, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you, you notice the guys who stand out and go bare, France. They got they got some international experience there in Utah. It's a great system. So I got low on them, and a lot of people around the league go like Utah, and they roll their eyes. They're just a tough team, and that's all there is to it. Like you don't have to elevate them that their championship status, even though they've gone out to this awesome start. Uh, you know they certainly have limitations on the top end talent of their team, but you can build a great quality roster like the Celtics did in seventeen almost. I think this team's a little better than that, but yeah, you, I'll you take play the on both ends of the floor. That's, yeah, right. that's fine. I'm yeah, not a believer. But see, that's the thing. I'm not though. a believer, but, but you know what? They're better than the Celtics. They are, and I'm not a believer. Yeah, I'll but take they them. have a whole – What if they're in the East? They have a whole other thing going because I, I think they had that us-against-the-world mentality because whether it's people just never putting them in the championship conversation or the fact that, oh, yeah, they're number you one. They're and losing the second round. That's fine. Yeah, but there's a lot to it also, too. I mean, John, look what happened a couple of weeks ago with the draft and, and uh, you know – LeBron James being like, oh, no one likes Utah. You know, even when you're a kid, no one picks the Jazz on 2K. Like, I think all that is relevant. (laughs) What happened tonight? But hold on. What happened tonight? Jalen Brown drops his boy, and everything just went downhill for the family. It was like Donovan was like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to make sure everyone else gets you. (laughs) We're on national TV, and we're all coming for you now. And that's when I think the momentum shifted. I don't know. Maybe. What, when he he patted his ass? You didn't like that? I love it. Well, you can, yeah. I love doing, doing you can that. see why nobody likes Gobert either. What's he doing all game? He's stuffing guys in the face with elbows and body blows and dunking on Tice's head and blocking he down no at the rim. It's yeah, it's it's a meanness factor to him. And there's no he's gonna way have he to embrace that. Yeah, yeah he doesn't he's gonna have to embrace that. Right. That's that's how they're going to try to beat the Lakers. Like that physicality in your face, us against everyone else, no one believes in us type of you know, well, the French are assholes, so that's really not a shock to me. Wow. We might uh, have some viewers in France. Come on. Right. <laughs> that's a cool yeah, movie. Maybe don't, don't, get, don't, get, don't get canceled in France now. Come on, man. <laughs> we got fans everywhere, Jimmy. Yeah, we big in France. I wouldn't know, but probably. 
lovely. I've been to Nice. Beautiful. I I love I love France and I love French people. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm cool with that. That's I mean, that's gonna take a goes away. I love Jimmy it. Jimmy Toscano's ideas don't represent CLNS. <laughs> no, not one bit. Not, not one, one bit. bit. French. <laughs> not one bit. Paris is my favorite Whatever. city in the world. Never been. It I've is. Heard good things. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just don't be don't be a regular American asshole when you go there. What do you do? Noted. You must have a good time. I've been I try to speak French. I don't speak it well, but they appreciate oh, well, the they appreciate the art. No, they don't. Trust one. me. You were that American asshole. You just no, no. <laughs> Jim Appel, John. The American, the American, the American asshole is the one. Is like, oh, can I get this medium? No, we friggin' we give you steak frites and they're bleeding all over the plate, and that's how you eat it. So just eat it and shut up. Or, or like. <laughs> Or like the eleven, the eleven questions before everything, every yeah. order. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, um, I don't know. I hate talking about this team now. Did the Patriots signed anybody? I'll switch gears right now. Oh man, did they? I'll Jeez. switch gears right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All it takes is Bill, Bill Belichick to open up the the pocketbook, and the Celtics are all of a sudden distant, uh, distant memory in in the Boston. Sports world, maybe not on our show, thankfully, but yeah, I don't think anyone talked about the Celtics. Uh, Celtics win on Sunday night, or I don't know if many of them that will be talking about their loss tomorrow uh, if, if the Patriots are still doing their thing. Yeah, I was thinking we you, also about have to, you got to bring up the uh, hard, you know, the the feelings that were hurt after the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick, you know, he has that picture of Brady somewhere hanging around as motivation. <laughs> like, like that. That's that also has a lot to do with this. Like he's he's going all in. He has to. Brady put him to the anything, fire. He's like, give me just a shot at him. You know, just give me that narrative. Patriots, Buccaneers, Super Bowl. Like, that's what he's thinking about. Well, you know what? I won't go into it too much, but this is all Tom was asking for last season or the season exactly, prior. Just, just exactly. put some talent around me, bud. Put some talent around me. And, and, and now you do it. We'll now you want to do it. Yeah. Now he, wants to, now he wants to all of a sudden pony up. Don't do it too late with Tatum and Brown. Ooh, it's true. You don't want that. You don't want that situation. And that's, on, John, so, that's this is the big debate. This is the big debate right now. Do you invest in this team or is it not worth it? I'm already starting to see people cool off. We had, we had Jared Weiss on Celtics beat saying, "Oh, maybe it's not worth it to invest in Harrison Barnes. He's not going to move the needle all that much. He's not going to change the team entirely." And you do see hints of that in crunch time against the Nets, against the Jazz. But ultimately, I think you're so thin, so weak in supporting role players. Any just helpful cast outside of Rob off that bench and smart, if he's playing well, it's going to be a big bonus. But if he's not, then you need some serious depth on that wing. And I still think it's valuable to add to this team, to invest in this team and bring them closer because I still think the worst thing you can have with this team is a bow out early first round because you just – can't keep up in the flower games or close games, which is what they're so firmly stuck in the middle right now that it's unbelievable. And you got to bring it in one direction or the other, I think. And so at this point, I know prices are getting high around the league. I know it's going to be a brutal trademark and we're already seeing names we've tossed around left and right get taken out, whether that's true or not. But I, I'd like to see them do something, even if it's something minor at this point. And I know I haven't been thrilled about the idea of a minor move, but they just need reliable depth like it's so hard for me right now 
when you guys are throwing around names like Neesmith, and I know Rob's become more value, uh, reliable, but even Pritchard at this point, you know, about two or three months in this season, we're seeing that he's not all that reliable. Uh, yeah, so I, in terms of reliable talent here. Yeah. That's why Brad's we, – we well, rookie, Brad, he's, he's, he's all changing directions. Nothing's, nothing's reliable. Who's a buy-low candidate that you like then? Because I, I feel like you I, – I, I'm thinking you were completely, like, outside of that ideal. You just didn't want anything to do with it because you would rather see uh, the younger guys get those minutes. I, I thought that was the case. I thought it was either go big or – I'm either direction. Guys. I just want a direction. All the buy-low candidates are on the Celtics. <laughs> I mean, yeah, who's, someone that, who's someone that's not going to cost the Celtics a, a stack of first-round picks, I guess, should be the question. So the here's the Kevin O'Connor report tonight. Second-round mm-hmm. pick for Trevor Ariza. Like, that's – what are we talking about here? Really? That's my you can't throw two seconds? That's not tied with the Celtics, that report. Trademark. I feel like John right now. My head's just spinning. I'm like – this is the dialogues. Two second-round picks can't get it done. Again, I'm it's pretty baffled. It's pretty clear at this point they're looking to do a deal that will allow them to preserve the TPE heading into the offseason. That's what they want to do, and that's what they're going to do. And I think people just have to mentally prepare themselves for that. That's so it. risky. You know I have. No, I'm so, prepared. Yeah, it, it's being thrown about? out there like such such an obvious move. Like, oh, let's just wait. There'll be something there. We can Again, figure it out this year. We've had this conversation a ton. It's you can throw it away to make yourself one percent better and overpay for something that you don't necessarily want and only kind of sort of need, or you roll the dice and try to hit a home run. Do you want to basically like get hit by a pitch here and stumble down to first, down ten runs? Who cares? You know, you're trying to do something <laughs> real. You know, like it, it. Oh, I took one for the team. Yeah, yeah. Rally, put on the rally cap. <laughs> so here we go. You know, like. <laughs> There's always, a cost. There's always a cost to doing nothing, though. And we've seen this team yeah. – this team's tiptoeing along a line where they can be solid and acceptable if they're fully healthy. But the second you see a rotation guy go down, There's it collapses no- to a point where it gets it gets scary. I mean, there were, we, we were but talking about – They are who they are. They're not getting saved. They're not getting saved. Not, That's not a, in the middle of the season. So, Bobby, when I say – the answers lie within. I mean, they better. And if they don't, then that's it. They are who they are. I don't think anything changes it because there's not going to be a home run. So that's what sucks is me- mediocrity is the worst. You go out and you that's beat a my problem. You go out and you beat a crap team and then you lose to a better team. And we're stuck here saying the same shit over and over again, which is like, it's, it's, you're just scratching your head. You're looking for answers where none exist. It's like, what if they did this better? They can't. They're not. They, how many more games do they have to play to do the same stuff to say that it's just not in them to play better? They are. They cut. You are what your record is. It's it's a five hundred team. They're a five hundred team. And I think that's unacceptable in sports. It's the worst place to be, it's specifically in this league. In this league, <laughs> they're not doing in this league in particular. I mean, come. They are, but they they aren't, but they are, Jimmy. Whether it's the coach not investing in young players and making those decisions on his own accord, which I think is hard to expect him to do because in this state, I mean, every time there's a three game, four game losing streak, it's like a mob outside of his house, ready to you know, kick so, him back to Indiana. So like, is he really going to start playing Carson and Rob? No, and let's bring it back minutes? to this. 
let's do the easiest thing possible. Again, definition of insanity is what? Doing the same shit over and over again and expecting different results. We're 40 games in, and if Thompson doesn't get COVID, we're starting another two-big lineup tonight. And if that happens again, we're going to riot, okay? Like, you want to do something different? Again, I'm not pinning the entire season on Rob Williams playing and start the game. But for the love of God, shake something up. Try something different. The easiest thing by far to do right now is to insert Rob into the starting lineup and see what happens. It's literally the only card you have left to play because he's tried the semi card. He's tried to play Grant. He's tried a few different things. He he's gave, tried green. He I tried Devontae. 17 he gave me to run. You got one card to play. Just play the friggin' thing and try it because this is – Otherwise, you're just rolling around and doing the same stuff over and over again. Has Rob started one game this year? No. And again, I, I know people I've are seen, saying it's not the issue. I'm literally saying try it. Again, to use a cross-sports analogy, Cam Newton isn't the only reason the Patriots lost last year. But for the love of God, just try something different. You know what you're going to get there. You see this enough to know what you're going to get. Try anything different. Just mix it up. Try to put Kemba on the bench. See. I'm not saying do it. Just try something. Like anything would happen. You, you yeah. he did it with Gordon. You know when it wasn't working out. You know uh, a couple of years ago, his first year back from injury, he started him. He moved him to the bench. Just try anything. Try something different. Here's, just, the, pro- here's the problem, though, John. Would they be- looking back, looking back, you probably shouldn't have benched Gordon. But that's another story. And right, I, but you, you don't, don't coach the public. Yeah, you don't coach the public pressure, but. Do you think they'd be patient if they did that for six games and dipped down the twenty and twenty-four? Would they? Why would and that it's happen, not just though? Rob. Like, no, it's not just happen? Rob. Again, this isn't the only conversation. They're playing Rob a lot. I keep saying this. They're not pulling minutes from him fully on any given night. That happens to Pritchard. That happens to Neesmith. That happens in other situations. I, I not on their level. Those are rookies. He's a third. Yeah, but those are other. Playing like one Those of are the other... most athletic bigs in the NBA. Like, let him play a little bit. Just, so, just uh, try it. Like John said, like nothing else is. Just working. try it. Just why not? Just like, just give it a shot. <laughs> try it. Just try <laughs> it. God. You're 2019. Try it. Tonight's, like, how tonight's many more problems, games do we have to like do this? Tonight's problems though came down to Semi Grant T versus Pritchard Nee Smith. Edwards or Green, one of the like those are the kind of back and forth situations that actually matter right now because Tice played really good in this game. Rob played really good in this game. Could you you're you're changing two guys who played really good in this situation? What you're not doing is switching Ojale for Neesmith, um Grant for let's say Green. Like those kind of switches right. are the ones that are more interchangeable. And aren't changing all that much right now. And so you can invest in those younger guys and play them more at this point. But those are the kind of switches probably they're going to go from steady why we were to losing. Again, I, the answer actually, sadly, is there probably isn't an answer. The reason we're saying try it and the reason we were begging for semi minutes, I mean semi, for Neesmith minutes early in the year, and the reason I'm going to beg for Romeo minutes if and when he ever – Gets on the court is just he exists. to try. No, that's where I'm. That's where I'm trying to move this. Different. That's where I'm trying to move this conversation because we can talk about Rob all day long and talk. It's not Rob. It's around. just Rob's the only thing that you know works. Everything else hasn't worked, which is yeah. why again I'll try anything at this point. I'm, I'm talking about 19 of semi versus zero of Neesmith, uh 
yes. 17 of Grant versus zero of Green. Like those kind of switches where it's more dramatic. Like if we're really adjusting the Tice Rob minutes, it's like six minutes either way. Those other positions right now are like 20 minutes of difference where guys aren't playing tonight but if tristan played tonight rob would have been probably in the 16 17 range again and we'd be screaming all over so i'm not i'm not gonna argue the rob that's another problem with the roster you want to talk about that thompson thing what whether he gets dished yeah because that's the start of this conversation the adjustments that need to be made who is spreading that because it's out there why is he out tonight covid COVID. So he's got COVID now? So now yeah. he doesn't even we or, don't, see, we don't even protocol. see him before the deadline and like the in the protocols. Knows. We don't know. We don't know if he's got I don't know if he's got it. We just know no. he's he's in he's in the safety protocol. Yeah, that could be tracing. Great timing. <laughs> Damn, what's the report? Celtics might be looking at shop. Might the Celtics might have come to the realization when we mentioned this before, um, that they it hurts them. I mean, Brad said it last game. He sat to, he went and talked to Tice and he said, you're out. Uh, well, I'm going to go with these guys in the second half. Just that's what it is. But he's, you know, he's playing the hot hand, recognizes trying to play all three every single game. People can't get into a flow or into a rhythm. So it might only be two. So Tristan would make sense because you can move that salary out, um, you know, and see what you can do. I mean, we've mentioned a couple different possibilities where yeah, – Maybe they get something, but you know the, the 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 money saved allows them to re-sign Tice in the offseason. There's a couple different scenarios here. The question is whether you trade him for anything. Of ideally, you'd like to trade him for something you could use, but maybe you just trade him just for the sake of opening up minutes for other guys and getting it off your books. That's what this would be about. If if you're trading Thompson in the scenario thrown around to the Raptors, specifically a conference competitor like the Raptors, making them better, making yourself worse in any scenario there. You're opening up minutes for depth bigs on the roster and more development and just room to breathe for some of the younger bigs on this roster. And, you know, giving Thompson a chance to win and ultimately his hometown next year, he wanted to go to the Raptors. They ended up going oh, to God. Tampa. I think that was a big uh, motivating factor in him coming to Boston in the first place. So to see that out there in reports signaled to a lot of people out there that Thompson would be okay with a move like that. And there's some level of agent appeasement there and just making sure he's set up because he ultimately came here to have a big role. And if they're shipping him out somewhere, they want it to be a place where he's going to be happy with. But that just signals to me, are the Celtics or Thompson having that conversation right now where, you know, we might just move on if the season isn't looking great. Where do you want to go? And that like that's where I start thinking again. We thought about this at the worst times of this year. Do you just kind of – throw in this year and sink a little deeper and get a better draft position and make this a development year. I'd be much better with that than a first round exit, second round sweep type situation. I know, but we've, we kind of discussed this is one. Bobby, that's they're not going to punt the season. Yeah. Enough well, with that take. Yeah. It's just never going to happen. I can't believe you used that word a couple weeks ago, the, the T word talking about tanking. But anyways, let's talk about the team though. The, at least the report, right? And it's from Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. Uh, he's talking about he, – he links the, the Toronto Raptors, and we don't know if it's because of, obviously, uh, family grew up there and, you know, the tie that he had. But, I mean, look, I know this name is crazy for some fans out there, but, I mean, Stanley Johnson, um, he's he's an option, I guess. I mean, if we're talking about locking down – Yeah, the down, return wouldn't be great. It wouldn't be great. It would just be another another weapon to help you uh, defend the perimeter. And that's exactly 
what we're what we're what we're saying in, in return here. But I mean, Tristan, let's face it. To create space for those two bigs between Tice and Robert Williams to split those minutes down the middle, of however they, you know, Brad sees fit. I mean, addition by subtraction. I don't hate the idea of the move, you know. And of course, it would have to be another player have to be involved because they'd have to match contracts here. So this this wouldn't be a TPE situation. Yeah, and it'd be a money dumping scenario too. But you do have to eat money coming back. So there's a contract you could send out another trade if you do have more of a medium style deal at the deadline right. there was it's always a, a thought this yeah tristan knee yeah. smith a first for og and baines do it you're not Again. giving him OG. Yeah, don't no. give me you guys are saying they never do it jimmy hates it i don't hate what? it i just you hate I that i hate it Oh, okay. Good. Again, it's it really just depends on what you think of Neesmith. If you just think this is Neesmith and for the rest of his career, then obviously make that trade. If you think Neesmith can turn into a shooter, then I mean I think that's obviously giving up on him. You said you were going to add a first round pick, right, John? No, we're going to give it. That's what I'm saying. You're going to oh give a first yeah, yeah, yeah. pick and Neesmith and you know Thompson. Baines is just a, a throw in for OG. So you're basically giving up two first round picks for OG. So if that's if, if yeah. you don't value if you don't value Neesmith at all, then okay, go ahead. I mean, OG's OG's really good. I would do. I, I wouldn't even blink so, at that. I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, right. Sign me up. Let me hear. I don't think that's the kind of trade this would be. I know Brandoni they throw up just a Thompson for Baines swap. I think that would be the most ridiculous thing in the world. I know, but that's let's do downgrade. mine. That's a downgrade. Who said that? Bernadoni. The idea behind that is Baines is Baines. Uh, you, does you don't pick up yeah, the one year deal? Year. Yeah, you use that money to ex- oh, you know theoretically extend Rob Tice. Gotcha. If it allows you don't have to play him. If that allows you to keep Tice, you're basically trading uh, Thompson for Tice. You know, even though they're on the same team. You know, like that would mm-hmm. that's the theory behind it. Because if you Thompson's under contract him. next year, you you've got him, and you probably can't and won't re-sign Tice if that's the case. Moving him yeah. allows you to. So that you're almost you're basically trading Thompson for Tice there. Again, the team didn't envision the situation where Rob was playing so well and becoming so reliable that there would be a crunch at center instead of kind of this rotational matchup-based system that they had last year. I think they envisioned it being pretty similar to last year, and instead it's been three guys playing uh, very well while they're weak on the wing. So instead, they're stuffing two centers on the court. Did we ever imagine this? I remember like a week before the season, John was like, or Jimmy was rather like, would they play two centers together? And I said, no way. And instead, it's been like 20 plus games of that. Mm -hmm. I can't say it's been working out, but I did see it happening. (laughs) I, I can't wait to see how good the next, how good Rob plays on the next team he goes to. Because we're He's wasting, we're wasting his talents here. I think they'll extend them. It's gonna be a stud somewhere else. That's that's. that's what would they even John. pay him? I mean, do they even value him? I don't know. Does Ange value? Does Ange really value bigs? Definitely not. So how? What are they willing? And, and it doesn't really. Does, but it's, it's different because you know the the generation things have changed, right? The last decade or so. But yeah. Ange values swings and wings. Flashy does, guards, yeah. versatile players, athletic dudes. I'm not saying Thompson. I'm not like saying Green? Isn't athletic, but I just don't know what what they how they feel about giving big money and long term deals to bigs. I just, I mean, they 
I'd I'm frustrated with the build of this roster. I really am. Like we we toss around the center situation. I'm wildly frustrated about the wing situation. And I think you guys let off more steam over the offseason than I did, but I expected them to be aggressive with this TPE, make the changes that were needed in season, and figure it out from there. Someone wanted to just leave this hanging a year. I I mean, we're heading toward a year later that they're gonna make the changes that are needed here. That's frustrating. Can we trade Emba? Can we go back to that? Oh, come on. <laughs> if he's playing well this season like and you have ago. long-term concerns, why not look into it? I mean, that would be the next step after Thompson. It is. And again, no, if they did that, how about this? I would love it. If the knees are fine and some team takes him, then I'll apologize. Okay? But only if he's traded. Deal? Deal. You could do a mini teardown in this situation and give yourself the flexibility you desire next offseason to make a major move. Yep. One Who knows back. if it's going to be there. Yeah. But, yeah. And then you have a better draft pick, too. I, what's sitting in the middle going to do for this team? That, it's like, not. If they it's, just like, it's, it's, it's just you're not going to – you don't – like I said, you, they yeah, take – Jalen and Jason pick up pick up the phone to their agents and be like, "Get me the seriously." Out of here. This Gone. could happen so fast. You don't do that. Whole, they have so yeah, little Bobby, flexibility in, right now in, that in, this whole in infrastructure per- could collapse. Yeah, in, in a perfect world, every team would. Oh, I'm not going to win the title. Okay, then let's tank, but everything's cool and awesome still, and like nobody's pissed. And then we get a really sweet draft pick, and then oh, we open up like space under under the cap too, like. It just doesn't work that way. But spoiled Boston fans don't understand sports. Like you do get stuck in the middle sometimes. It's not tank or sell out and go for it. It is not option A or B. Sometimes you just kind of live in that middle ground and look for opportunities to strike, try to be aggressive, do whatever. But it's like you're not the friggin' entitlement. You don't just get to play for championships all the time. That, that's usually the case, the first round. It happens. It happens to decent teams, too. And then they come back and they reload a year after. You just you don't just friggin' desperately either throw all your chips in the middle and try to, like, improve a little or just start trading pieces. You know, when you do realize you've got major roster issues, you do have to do something dramatic. So you might do that in the offseason. But what's happening in season is just what's going to happen. And I think people just have to get you get ready for it. It's people aren't able to accept mediocrity. It's a mediocre team, and I don't know much fixes it in season. But you you might have to do some surgery in the offseason, and that could take bold strokes. The problem is the organization, and from what you guys have been saying the last few weeks, you guys believe in the younger players on this roster. And you know, throw Rob, we know Rob's a good player. I'm talking about Pritchard, Neesmith, Edwards. Grant, is there any hope for development with those guys? It doesn't seem like Brad sees it. So what's what are they holding on to assets, picks, those kind of things for? There is room for a deal at this deadline if you get aggressive. I truly believe it. And you can swing the season in a better direction and start building toward a move at the same time in the offseason. You guys want to see prospects built up? 
It's just not going to happen. Well, what so I would consider doing, it's not about prospects. Look, prospects are assets, okay? You don't give them away for nothing. You use them wisely. It doesn't matter what it is. If they have value to someone, then they have value, okay? You start to throw them away, then you have fewer things that you could possibly fold into trades. You need sweeteners along the way if you are able to get somebody who's going to who's going to do a deal with you because right now, you don't have a lot on the roster to trade beyond the Jays. So you got to find creative ways to put things together. What I'm saying is you might look at a player, again, like a Kemba Walker, who is – an all-star last year and scores around 20 points per game and move him for something that isn't even close to that type of player because the roster needs it more. That's what I would need. That would be a bold stroke. You know, you a type of player that doesn't score 20 points a game, but helps you in different ways. And you're like, this team needs that more than this. I know Kemba's more of a star than this guy, but we got to do something to to fix the roster. That's the type of stuff that you look to do. You know, not always everything's not going to yeah, be Bradley but- Beal and Anthony Davis and stuff like that. It just doesn't work that way. In a, in a buyer's market, you might pivot to sell because it's more advantageous. And that's why when I hear this Thompson whisper start coming, I mean, there's a chance that moving Thompson could give you the flexibility to make an improvement. That, But I, I feel like Thompson, if they're trying to win this year, Thompson's an important part of that. There's a reason he's here and he's playing well. If you're moving on from him, I think we're talking about that other Kemba-like situation that you mentioned, John. And so I'm interested to see where that goes. I, I, that's that's it. It's just it, it, Jimmy's been saying it from the get-go. It's just hard to do it in the middle of the season. And I also I like. I'm sorry, I, and I like Thompson, but he's not the key to a championship. Yeah. Like by yeah. any stretch. You're making it sound they like could, he's like, they could trade yeah. Thompson and bring in a wing and they'll be better off. Thompson like, could evaporate, you know, like if Thompson, <laughs> if, if Thompson just ceased to exist, it's like, it, you know, in like Avengers, if he just, if he just turned into particles right now, like, I don't know. <laughs> that change. <laughs> but I don't we know would say we this. would say wow rob's gonna maybe rob will start now i wonder how much grant will play tonight that's what we'd be talking about guys again uh, the names joe sway threw out there stanley johnson scores two points a game uh aaron baines is the worst center in the nba it'd be a significant drop off wow. from thompson no, it yes it would be no you know why you wouldn't use those players you wouldn't play that guy you just yeah. play the other guys who you think are better yeah the whole so point is to it would make no impact for Tyson Rob. Yeah, you know why it would. Act, you know why it's an upgrade because you'd play better players more, and you wouldn't be tempted to keep playing Tristan Thompson and settle for mediocrity. That's why it's better. Yeah. So, uh, we keep we keep getting into the center rotation, but it's about that fourth wing spot right now. That's where the zeros are coming from. Every center on this trade roster plays Tim- well. Trade Thompson for a wing, and then you're better off. That we can dream of OG, but it's not happening. Fine, somebody else. I'm just saying, like you, that position is expendable. That player is expendable. I think a lot of people would agree with that. And then you can bring on a player that you might actually fill in a, a void or or a, a position that you need that depth at more than you do at the center position. If Brad can't figure yeah. out which one to play, he has too many. It's true. The tough part is. Things play defense so score a little bit. Are we happy with Barnes or not happy with Barnes if it happens? If it ends up being Neesmith and a first for Barnes, is everybody happy or oh, are they I'm thrilled? I'm absolutely thrilled. I think it would solve so much. Absolutely. So I'm what I would do it, it's not going to make them 
contender, but you bring Jimmy, in, you bring in a player and you you know whatever. Yeah. What I believe is we heard the recent reports that um, oh he might I'm still so out, which is garbage, which means they're not they're not getting the offers that they yeah. think they want for him. They want more and more. Yeah, it's left. Well, they want more, or right now everyone's like, I'm not giving you anything real. Uh, if that's the case, Celtics are in better position uh, for it. So, you know, it, it, who knows? You know, who knows? He's definitely, I mean, I don't know why they'd keep him. If, if somebody wants to offer him some, offer them something of somewhat value, I don't know why they'd keep him. They could trade Heald instead, but he's a tough guy to move. He makes so much money, and he's not that good. He's not that good. I think a, a good team would benefit from a, a Barnes addition. Um, I just don't think – I think the Celtics – I think the Celtics aren't good enough even with him, but I still think – I can still see the value in bringing him on for whether it's another piece to, to then trade at another point or just to have a, that depth player and you add in the offseason. Um, I can see the value there. Uh, but I think he makes sense to be traded to a team that has – championship aspirations whether it's this season or future seasons because i do think that he can help win a championship yeah i'm gonna lose my mind if miami gets him for the most low ball offer they might what um what happens in nine days when we don't have this to talk about anymore what are we gonna do because we've 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 wasted so much time talking about something that's definitely not gonna happen talk about these shows will be 22 minutes long, and, 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 and the last eight minutes will be all about what I ate for dinner. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what what condiments I used. Ooh. I'm a huge condiment guy, by the way. Pickles. It'll all be, it'll be all Not about pickles, my pickles. We talked about them as a main course. Mayo guy. Now we can talk about them as a condiment. You too, yeah. Jimmy. I like mayo. Huge mayo guy. Yeah, so a lot of people hate on mayo. I don't know why. Mayo's the I, king of all condiments. I'm a huge mayo guy. Cool. It's not cool to say you I love put mayonnaise, mayonnaise on my mayonnaise. Oh, I don't like mayo, but I love aioli. Idiots. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> they like fan, it. Fancy mayo. They don't want to oh, I like Thousand Island dressing, but I won't touch mayo. It's like, get out of here. Right. The problem, the problem with mayo yeah, and the, I eat like ranch dressing. They do this with cream cheese, too, if you get a bagel. They put a whole package. You know, you, you, you just want a little bit of mayo. Love cream. They'll Spear give you a whole it. jar. They'll sure. give you a whole yeah. jar. You can't say I, that to people from Jersey. You never have enough cream cheese. Yeah. They they get a whole, yeah. It sounds yeah. better. So that's what we're going to do, guys. Get ready for uh for condiment Mayo talk. Time. We're going to go from TPE to condiment, not condoms, condiment, guys. <laughs> <laughs> condiment. You did emphasize that first. The so, first Chipotle mayo, guys. Chipotle mayo. I'm a big mayo. condom guy. Yeah. Um Yeah, what did this turn into? This is a watch watch the viewers just um, what do we have? We got Cleveland tomorrow, so no Kemba, which, right, that's going to be great. Cleveland played today, too. Got destroyed. Oh. They've been really bad. That might be the worst game of the year tomorrow. Well, you guys watch the Rockets on Sunday. First four people on the chat to volunteer get to do the show tomorrow. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously, dude. I was just thinking about that. I was like, how am I going to get out of tomorrow's show? Yeah, I'm going to remember these names. Let's see who pops up. Man. We're bringing in the favorite brand of ketchup. Look we what had we started. here on. We had Sherrod here on Sunday night. We had some rave reviews. So be very, be very nervous if you, uh, if you miss a show, because I don't know if you ever heard of Wally Pip, but uh, 
never made it back onto you the could, field. You could get Wally pipped. <laughs> yeah, Sherrod, Sherrod's waiting in the wings. Uh, and like I said, we mentioned uh, that we'd have other uh, uh, other guest uh, hosts on throughout the year, and we will, and that's how we'll keep it fresh. We we're tired of these friggin' trade conversations. Um, mm-hmm. Celtics lose. We got another one tomorrow, so we'll cut this one off here. Um, but uh, that's it, guys. Uh, final thoughts? Final thoughts uh, for me is take your anger out on this next team. <laughs> I want to see that first quarter that defense. I mean, earlier, John. I mean, you, you do this often, but you were a little, a little too brutal with the Celtics saying that they played no defense. At least that first quarter, they were they were defending the. They three played years. some. Yeah, they played some. So just let that carry over into this uh, start of the next one. Let's see if they can do it for at least three quarters. You know, that should do it, right, against this team. My final thought is look at this, look at this comment right here. <laughs> the Celtics, the Celtics for that. <laughs> that look, look alright. Um, yeah. Grind of the, the, what's that, what's that guy look like? Season. That regular season grind. Bring in the boomer. Could be some Nick. Nick just pretends he wants to be on the show. He just wants to feel wanted. He doesn't really want to be on the show. We've asked him, he and he's just see. like, no, I'm like doing nothing. But no. he's, 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 he's answered the bell like one out of ten times we've asked him. Yeah. Okay? Nick, we're throwing down the gauntlet. Next time a slot is available, take it or never be asked again. And this is the Cleveland Cavaliers we're talking about, Nick. Cleveland. Nick, one, of these guys, going for tomorrow. one of these sad old guys wants a night off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, Bobby, last thoughts for you, and we'll wrap it. We're just about at an hour. Yeah, I'm skipping my final thoughts. Yeah, did you even say anything, Jimmy? My bad. No, every time I tried to, we moved to something else. But to be honest, I don't even have any good final thoughts except they beat the Rockets, they lose to the Jazz, they'll probably beat the Cavs tomorrow. Like, what does it all really mean other than, like, they're better than the bad teams and, like, they're not as good as the good teams. So, like, we'll just keep doing this until the season ends probably. Yeah, can we just rerun the Rockets show tomorrow when they win? (laughs) Yeah. All right, exactly. Yeah. We didn't we didn't get enough into Marcus Smart tonight. He's got to be better. He does. He's got to be. But he'd been he be. so good since he came back. You notice? I mean, I, somebody's got to give me credit for that, right? Like, I'm you know, sure. These well, these are the type of games I jump on Marcus. But he's been so friggin' good. He had an awful game tonight. Awful. But right. I mean, it just I, I mentioned it at the top. But yeah, it, again, if, when the shots don't fall, that's the glaring. That it's like. It's like the Rob Williams situation. It's like Marcus Smart gets blamed way more for missing shots than anybody else does or ever will, and he missed two big ones tonight. So it, it was pretty obvious that and six a lot others of fans were going to go. Yeah, he just he didn't he, have a good he, shooting night. He looked he his, was his, his radar was off all night. There weren't a lot of in and out misses. You could see it out of his hand. I'm like, oh god, that's going to miss way right. Like he, he was just, out of control. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was flopping. He wasn't setting himself a lot of the time. He had one great cut early in the game. The two cuts of the game were his back line, Brown off of Rob. You guys didn't give Rob credit for that wrist flick pass. That was nice. Yeah, that so was nice. you saw shades of movement. You saw shades of greatness Sherrod. from this offense. Could be. Could be an imposter. We don't know. If it is you, Sherrod. The real Sherrod would, wouldn't say his whole name. The real like Sherrod that. would just pop right into this show right now and say hi. <laughs> Yeah, true. Because he's got the link. He could just he could just come in and say that anytime he wants. Um, we used to get, uh, get Neesmith on the show, but I haven't seen Neesmith in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Bob. Oh, man. Did you have anything? Yeah, that's like all I got on Smart. Harp? 
Are you in like an office building or something? Yeah. Gotta gotta oh, get yourself in a working mindset. <laughs> Bobby's burning the midnight candle. I don't want to know the truth where Bobby is right now. He said that so creepy. That was yeah. the, uh, <laughs> <that's> a lie. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, totally. Everyone, go. everyone gets so upset that I always change locations. Jimmy's got the same roof. We You're see John's room, plant. You, you gotta mix it up. You changing hair now? You got the Gordon Hayward slash MGK thing going. You know, Machine Gun Kelly. See, you look like you're uh, in like the waiting room of like uh, waiting to get your taxes done or something. There he is. Oh. <laughs> it oh, was me. Hey. It was me, fellas. Really I was. believe it was me. <laughs> I didn't Let's believe go. It. I did. I even went all caps. Yeah. You did. With an emoji. Hey, we should have known that people weren't trying to uh, catfish us with with the name with, with your name up there, man. You don't have a burner. No, I think I think what Amen. He's burner since H. Rod Blakely. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it wrong. Real discreet. Yeah, wrong, man, Marcus, Marcus Smart gave you that that uh that that bubble vibe, right? Well, we saw in the in the playoffs, right, Sherrod? Those three pointers down the stretch. He was horrible. <laughs> and I yeah, love Marcus. Disaster. It was you like guys know I love Marcus to death, but he was just horrible yeah. tonight. Yeah. Um, I got to believe that this is like the bottom of the ocean, Marcus Smart, we saw, and that everything, we're just going to be swimming upstream the rest of the way. Yeah. He was so bad tonight. I hope so. I like this five box. It looks better than I expected, it yeah. It does, because it raises us up above the banners. Think it's not box? crowded. I like it's it. Five out? Pentabox. Wide out. Huh? It's not bad. Yeah, it, allows, it allows us to do this if we want. Look at us. Whoa. <laughs> oh, Jimmy's <laughs> loving that. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Back up, right? <laughs> it's not bad. I like how it's cropped. Sherrod, we'll, we'll give you your pound of flesh tonight. Outside of smart, what did you think? Uh, I liked that they competed. I mean, I, I they didn't play great. What? Dude, you trashed me for that take on Sunday night. You literally trashed me. You're like, they better win. I don't want any of this moral victory. <laughs> Winner, garbage. go home. Look, Jimmy, Jimmy, but before you get your panties all bunched up again like you used to, <laughs> listen, hear me out. Utah is the best freaking team in the NBA right now. They are so much better than the Celtics from top to bottom right now. The fact that Boston was able to hold their own for more than just a half I thought it was a positive. The thing that bothered me about the game, though, was Tatum was in position to be the dagger thrower. Missed the free throw, got the rebound, had the easy put back, would have made it a one-possession game with about, I think, 40 seconds of play. Now you got a game, but he misses the putback. Mm -hmm. You got to make those plays. You got to make those plays. Jimmy, yeah, are you going to let him talk to you like that? Jimmy, you I love Jimmy. That? That's what he just, he just came in here and just slapped, just backhanded you. Honestly, that was you know what? I'm watching. I'm watching Zion Williamson now, so I apologize if I'm a little bogartish right now. I'm watching Zion right to my left. No, no, no. Trust me, trust me. Jimmy's gonna get. He's gonna say something back at another at another show. He'll get you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know Jimmy. That's what Jimmy does. You know what Jimmy does exactly. Hey, I just had to remind Sherrod that he and John both laughed me off the show practically when I said, you know, I just want to see a hard fought game. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh, now it's you know they played hard. But at the end of the day, they are who we thought they were. Uh, that famous quote, um, you know, they, they lost to the better team. What they've been doing? They'll lose to the Nets. They'll lose to the Sixers. They'll lose to the Nuggets, uh, the Jazz. So, I mean, 
just who they are right now. Yeah, I'm okay so with that. Riding yeah. in the waves. Because I, I would be mad if, if there was a deal out there that would make them appreciably better. That would piss me off. How'd, I don't think there is right now. How'd you feel Bobby about Rob against, on your uh, side? How'd you feel about Rob against Gobert though? I thought it was a good he test. Was good, game. not great, but he was good. I he like what that. Tice was doing earlier in the game, where Tice was hitting that free throw jump shot when yeah. Gobert was just kind of camping the lane. I love that. Love that. That is what frustrates me about this game because I think they are a piece like Barnes, like one of these role guys from being a much better team. But when you have Tatum making that miscue down the stretch, when you have Tice fouling his head off, when you have some of the Kemba turnovers we see, Brown was great, but you can't have all these rotation guys, your core reliable pieces smart, not to mention his game. If they're not going to come through in crunch time, if they're not going to have great fourth quarters and make this team worth investing in, then you're right. Harrison Barnes wouldn't change a game like this. So that it does get frustrating when the main pieces let you down. I just think there's so much pressure on them when Semi gives you nothing, when Grant gives you nothing, T, Pritchard. It puts pressure on the top five, puts pressure on the top six to go extra minutes, to do more. And I think that comes back to hurt them at the end of these games. And I think you know, that's kind of limiting what Rob can do too if he's on limited minutes. That whole concept of him being on limited minutes, I hate. I hate. I think it's true. Player, Bobby. Yeah. This was decided last show, Bobby. <laughs> it's a. It's so fraudulent. At least, <laughs> at least say twenty-five. <laughs> twenty-five. Bobby did it again tonight. He did it again. It's not. It's not the hip. It's fear. It's trust. He he did the same exact thing he always does. Brad, that is, which is he was afraid to play him against Gobert, so he waited till Favors got up, went to the scorer's table, and as soon as he did, Rob yeah. got up too it, it, for the first two rotations. Gobert played seven minutes. They overlapped for about 30 seconds in the first stint and not at all in the second. The second the second Gobert went out, Rob got up again, and then he played against him in crunch time a little bit, but the first two shifts Rob got in there, he did not see Gobert. I, yeah, but I hate that. I hate that. You guys just think they're making up an injury because they want to play him less. No, I, I, I think that some injuries are convenient umbrellas for you to yes. make rotation decisions. Exactly. That you There's medical data that can back up your assertion. But if let's say this were the playoffs, and you know you guys do this all the time. If it were the playoffs, he'd be out there doing X, Y, Z, one, two, three. I think that's kind of <laughs> what we're seeing with Rob. That if this were like a must-win game, and there was a matchup that they felt Rob could win for them, he'd be out there playing more minutes. It's a comfort thing. It is. It's I mean, let's thing. face it. Daniel Tice, with the Tristan other guys. Thompson, those are Brad Snuggies. He yeah. loves them in the middle. They make it feel nice and warm and fuzzy. And Rob, sometimes <laughs> you feel nice and warm and fuzzy. Sometimes he rubs you the wrong way. Rob's a wild card, yeah. I, and I love that about him. Now it stresses Brad out a little bit. You know, he, he doesn't need that in his life, so he sticks with his Thompsons and his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like I like what you said about about Tice because uh, you know that's the that's going to be a, the dilemma down the stretch. You don't think Daniel Tice is looking at Dan, uh, looking at Brad at that one minute mark, being like, "Things could be different right now if I was in there that whole time." I mean, you have to feel that way if you're Tice, right? You've had, you've held this spot down well, for quite. For a while here, and you're balling out. You're also playing at a high level. Yeah, like Daniel Tice will, you know, take you out to a nice dinner, have you home by eight in time for curfew. But Rob Williams, like, you're going out with him. Like, you're out all damn night. You don't know what's gonna go down, but you might have the time of your life. 
the threat. I did not know where you were going to go with that, Jimmy. I'm glad you went where you did because I was going somewhere completely. <laughs> you said nice dinner back home by eight. I had a completely hey. different alter, yeah, alternate reality. Yeah, whatever, right. whatever your whatever your interpretation of the night of your life is, is what Rob Rob might give you. But some people aren't ready for that. I'm gonna give you the night of your life. That's what Rob says. <laughs> yeah. And Brad is like, no, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Jimmy! Damn, Jimmy's been strong with the analogies lately. Uh, That's so not plus. conducive to social distancing, Jimmy. I'm just letting you know. I just want to put on my little sleeping cap. You know, give give, you know, kiss my wife. Sleep in two separate beds. You know, <laughs> have some warm milk and cookies before you have call a glass tonight. of warm milk. Right. Take off my slippers. Sleep just like every you know. <laughs> Sherrod, what's this Trish, what's this Tristan Thompson report all about we're seeing today? Yahoo. They're talking about training him? I think it's an option. I think every single player on this team not named Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, there has been some level discussions about them with other teams. It has to be. Uh, but the problem that the Celtics are running into is that they have very few choice meets players, assets, whatever you want to call them, that teams want. Because you guys were talking earlier about, like, sweeteners, right? That's all they got on this damn roster. That's all they got. And Seven listen, pockets of Splenda. That's exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, look, I've, I've got I've got my fruit juice. I got my meal. my soda. I don't need all this damn sweetener. I need I need a real drink, Jimmy. I need a that's, real drink. That's what they got. And all I got is sweeteners. <laughs> this is not helping me. I don't want you sweet and low. That's why I, I think Danny Ainge is preparing everyone for them to not get a deal done because I don't think it's him blowing smoke. I think it's just the reality of the landscape that everyone is like, well, we like Jason. We like, you know, Jalen. And then it gets kind of like cricket, cricket silence at that point. Right. So that's the thing. It's going like to be hard. For, and, and they don't have like those real choice draft pick. They have their own picks. But who the hell is, is itching to pick number 22? Exactly. Yeah. So. At least okay. when they had the picks from Cleveland and Cleveland sucked, they kind of dangled that out there. Sherrod, we've right. been saying this for for forty something games, but it might take you to say it in order to to, to get Bobby to get it. Because- I love Bobby. My <laughs> <cute> goes, <laughs> somebody's gonna have a different opinion around here. Oh yeah, you one every night. <laughs> God, well, I like it. I like the Q's guys are going to team up on something else for sure. You know we will. We're We're going to turn this background orange on Friday. Don't go. I was just going to say nothing orange. (laughs) You know I I always got oh facts orange near me. Facts even even on the road you got a hoodie or something. Oh boy! And now orange scrubby when I get ready to take a bath. (laughs) I got like a bunch of I got my. There it is. Wow. That's what I was staring at. There it is. I got everything, man. Yeah. Who's playing in the tournament? That'll be coming down on Thursday My team. Friday. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Always. I might have watched less than one second. Of, don't look to me for draft talk. I'll just tell you that much, okay? I'll tell you now. There, there, there are, like, at least two or three really, really, really good players coming into the draft this year. The kid at Oklahoma State is, is just amazing. I love him. Kate. He's a, he's a blast to watch. He's, he's a – I'm telling you, he's like – like Carmelo Anthony good back when he was at Syracuse. That one and done, team is okay, but 
I think th that's my sleeper pick to win the national championship this year because with all the craziness going on with, with COVID and everything and, and health and safety protocols, you need one guy that can put a team on his back and carry him. He's as close as the NCAA has right now to being that one-man band. Um, I'm a huge fan of his. God, this was, this was a year to damn if the Celtics had a shot at the number one pick. This is a damn year. It's still that's possible. That mellow, year pieces. Played, <laughs> that mellow year they played in the garden um, that year. On the way, I got to see them twice. That team up close, that was fun. That team was awesome. Was that, that, was that one was the best like team? Five or something? They, they, yeah, whatever that was. I, I, we went. I covered it for. Um, I forget who I was with at the time. Maybe Channel Seven. Um, and uh, went to see both of those games. That was awesome. That's cool. Seeing Mello up, yeah, up close. It was the, that. That team was fun. Oh, the hype was real. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't Very expect real. they were going all the way. They were good, but I mean, that was that was a run. That team was. I mean, that was great. Yeah. What were they? They were like they weren't a they weren't a one. They, they no, weren't ranked. They weren't ranked going into the year. No, they were ranked that year. No, yeah, they no, were going into the year. Oh, yeah. No, that was that. Was, that I love that team, and, and that's why Kurt Heinrich was always one of my favorite players. Because if it wasn't for him taking that weak ass baseline jumper that Hakeem Warwick <laughs> was able to block, we wouldn't have a national championship. Yeah, he didn't really. He really didn't feel me when I brought that up. Like when we actually met when he was with the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you brought that up. But, uh, <laughs> you know, no shame. I want to ask Tatum about when he lost to Syracuse on a half court shot. That that that'll probably go just as well. I was there for that one. You know what? I haven't brought that up with him, but now that you bring it to my attention. <laughs> I just might bring it up to him at some it's point. When we ever can like see guys face to face. Somebody's gotta. And this is the time. Yeah. You had that one on one with him, right, Bobby? If you can get ever get close to him again. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of Melo. I'm sorry, I don't remember. We have if we have meetings. Mellow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was Mellow. That was that was good. I love Mellow. That was good. That was a great interview. Yeah, you could say he's really into it. I was trying to figure out where he lived on South. Did you live on South, Sherrod? Yeah, Winding, oh, Ridge, Winding Lane, Winding Ridge, I think. I, I think that's where Mello lived too. I, I couldn't get him to remember the streets. It'd been too long. There, there's there's lots of reasons why we don't remember those streets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially Mello. And I, that's yeah. I'm glad yeah. We, I'm glad we can talk about this here. <laughs> So about those Cavaliers. No. No, we're, we're – Yeah, right. We're going to do, do a damn preview. No, <laughs> the Cadavers are – they're back to being the Cadavers again, man. They're they they they're, they're horrible. They're toast. They're toast. But I feel like this one's going to be, like, annoyingly close because it's a non-Kemba game and it's going to be weird. Um, and hey, on Friday – It'll be close. On Friday we get to talk about Barnes again. That's right. Yeah. What, the, Barnes might mysterious. I want to see. I want to see one of those uh, pulled from the lineup, walk across to the opposing locker room sort of trade situations. Those are great. That'd be awesome. You know? perfect timing. Those are great. When you saw Kemba go to the locker room, is that what you thought, John? Yeah. When the right, right. I was like, we would that's it traded. No, that <laughs> happened in two thousand four during that when the when Nomar got traded for the Sox. They were playing Minnesota. Minkavich was part of a separate trade. He just walked yeah. across the dugout. I love that. All right, I play for this. I play for this team now. See if we can swing that on Friday. Just get it done. Just get it done. Get it done, Danny. Get it done. Get it done. Uh, oh, so we so we never have to talk about trades again because I can't take it anymore. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> well, at least I love this. This is great. Well, at least we've gotten away from the silly stuff. Um, 
which is uh, you know, the, the 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 pie in the sky players that are never coming. At this point, it seems like Barnes or but Barnes or a much lesser player where you're not eating into the TPE, where it's not going to excite anybody, or the buyout market. That's kind of where we've where where we are at this point. So yeah, get excited for Barnes or get ready for something that's not going to excite you at all. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's the best option right now for the Celtics as far as realistic option. That's it. But you know what? If he comes in and, and, and does the job that people expect, then, yeah, you might get to the conference final second round, but you're going to need more yeah, if you're going to get out of the East. This, this team as constructed, I don't think any piece that's out there gets them anywhere. I think – I think the big three are better than the Celtics plus a piece still, no matter what. And you could even argue Miami might be as well. So I, I, I don't, I think they are who they are, which is clearly in that not only tier two, possibly even below, you know, they're, they're fighting with the guy. They're Charlotte, they're Indiana. I mean, they're, they're in that, they're in that, they're in that conversation. You think the Celtics played Charlotte in a seven game series, it wouldn't be a, a, a nail biter. Of course it, it would. It would be a war. It'd it would be, be war. awesome. That would be my favorite series. That would be, be great. Right now, <laughs> if the playoffs start right now, they'd be playing the Miami Heat. They'd be playing one. the Heat in a four-five, and that no. wouldn't go great at all. Um, I don't like that. Right. I don't but, like that. No. But they're they're not better than any of the teams around them either. Right now, they're clear. You know, so I, again, for, you you could you could trade for Barnes and still lose in the first round, and then you start wondering if you make that trade, you better be making that trade for more than just this year it's it better be something that improves you in the you know in the long run so if you're trading for barnes because you want harrison barnes on your team going forward not to get you one round deeper this year yeah yeah and and, and danny's talked about that uh that you know the whatever they do it's it's not just going to be for band-aid for the moment it's going to be you know looking for them to be part of their their near future um i I want to see the I want to see the present look better than it does now, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, and it like so long ago they started eight and three, and they beat the Heat, and they beat the Bucks on opening night. I mean, there was potential early this year, and I think it's been more mental than anything that this. I would just like to see them do different things, though. Again, we keep talking about this. Like again, this is where it comes back to Brad. Like you know, just when they played fast tonight. They played better. Just maintaining that pace again. It's you know you 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 fast right. Yep. You see these moments where they start to do the thing you want when they have those high assist games. When they play with pace. When they when they really push the ball. But then when they get into half court sets. I mean, you had times where just Tice is holding the ball for 10, 12 seconds, eating up a shot. Like what? That that can't. You can't allow that to happen. You want to just see if it's not going to be. A personnel change it has to be like a philosophy change or a buy-in right now because the way that they play isn't good enough so just force the issue if i were brad i'd say you got 10 seconds to shoot every freaking time down and if not if you're still holding the ball is 12 seconds left on the clock i'm going to yank you at the next whistle just go just friggin go try something you know just try something different but it's you saw it in spurts tonight that's when they did their best when jalen was aggressive when they got the ball and attacked and then they fall back into their same patterns, and the same and the same stuff happens. Yeah, especially when that ball is not getting passed across the court. I mean, that's when the Celtics. That's when the opportunities start to really open up. And and I just think when they start to panic in that fourth quarter, especially the, at the start of the fourth quarter, and we all sort of saw it coming, right? Because we've seen that pattern. And of course, this is the Utah Jazz we're talking about. 
to see them to say that the way they would recover from that, you know, and, and Jalen, you know, what Tatum did down the stretch, Sherrod brought up a great point. Things could have been different if he makes that, if he converts that, that bunny or whether Robert Williams, that foul, or whether he makes that layup. I mean, it's just so many what ifs, but the Celtics down the strength, I mean, they, they hung in there. They just didn't execute the way they were supposed to. Yeah. Um, couple things we'll say before we wrap it. Um, if you don't already follow us on YouTube, turn on your notifications. You'll be notified every time we go live. Uh, you never know when guests are just going to appear. So I just. That's how I knew you guys were live. I yeah. got the notification. Just, go. just stay alert. People could jump in all the time. We may have one of you guys on. We've got one of you guys producing the show right now, which is great. Um, wow. The producer was, was a fan of the show. Yeah. I'm in. Rags to riches. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah Rags to riches. You never know. Uh, but, yeah, hats off to Ahmed, who does a great job behind the scenes here um, with a lot of things for CLNS Media. Absolutely. Uh, Sherrod, people are asking for you to come back, so we always do want you to come back. Um, Sherrod did a, a, just a quick plug for him podcast today with this is great CLNS cross promotional stuff with the Cedric Maxwell, uh, the A-list podcast with Sherrod and Kwani Lunas. Um, so subscribe to that if you haven't already. That's going to be released in the morning. Video will be out on our YouTube uh, page as well, our YouTube channel as well. So you can uh, see the video there. But he's got Max on. Uh, what'd you guys talk about? Anything good? Give us a preview. Oh, gosh, shit, shoot. Right. Um, <laughs> we talked right? about. Max, the truth. Well, yeah. I mean, we 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 talked about a lot of different things. We talked a lot about Rob Williams and, and just Max's thoughts on that about how he thinks Brad should or should not use Rob. Uh, we we talked obviously about just this time of year where there's all this trade talk, and, and we talked about it from a player's perspective of what that's like. And, and Max, obviously, as you guys know, Max went down memory lane on us, uh, gave us some good stories there. So you have to check the podcast out and hear what he had to say. And you know, we just just kind of had a long conversation about just typical random, you know, Max type ish that we got into. <laughs> uh, it was great. It, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I always have a good time talking with Max. Uh, and, and he was as colorful as Max can be. Uh, so it was good. It was it was a definitely good talk. Good. Nice. So look for that. Of course, uh, Josue Pavone with his Causeway Street podcast, Bobby Manning with Dome Theory. Again, we always talk about it, the Jimmy John podcast in development. You might get it at some <laughs> point or another. Post-production. Works. But – Again, subscribe, uh, a whole host of podcasts on the network. We talk about it all the time, Goodman and Ryan. Um, well, we have winning plays. Uh, the, the, the list goes on, of course, Celtics beat. Uh, we have an uh, episode that just dropped with Jared Weiss. Actually, have some really good nuggets there. We didn't get to talk about it on the show involving Aaron Gordon and, uh, and other things. But, you know, tomorrow when we're bored of talking about the game, we can talk about that stuff as well. But his take on Gordon was – He's dying to get out of there at this point. So that's another interesting name. Is he? Is he? Is he, he's not playing yet, right? Aaron Gordon. He just got back. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He's in. A, he's in a weird spot, though. Weird spot. Yeah. Um. Because he wants out, but he knows that there is a. He doesn't have the kind of cachet of a James Harden to say I want out, and people be like, okay, we don't like you want out, but we're okay with you saying you want out. So he's kind of like. He's the kind of here. guy who would get fined for asking out. <laughs> right. He's a, he's the guy that would get fined for talking about one. And yeah. So he's being, I think, publicly quiet about it. But I, but there's, there's no question. I mean, you talk to folks who are in front offices across the league and Aaron wants out and 
it's just a matter of Orlando getting an offer that they like for him. Uh, I think they will. I think that I think he will be with another team. Uh, could be Boston. Who knows? So we'll talk ourselves into that one tomorrow. Um, nice. Yeah, we'll need to we'll need to, we'll need to eat up some airwaves time. So we'll tomorrow, do- tomorrow, get Gordon. ready for my offer. Okay, I'm tomorrow, up the trade machine. Bobby makes his. Bobby's going to do about forty-five trade machines. Tweet them out during the day and talk about them again tonight. Um, he'll probably have Celtics beat writers coming at him on Twitter, and I'm going to have to jump to his defense. True. Um, <laughs> don't get their hopes up. <laughs> don't get their hopes up, Bobby. Okay, these yeah, poor these poor people. These poor people. We're going to talk about Brad Stevens uh, in, going to Indiana, which is definitely going to happen, despite what he said. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> never know. But you never know. John loves that story. <laughs> uh, and a whole host of other things, and then probably a little bit about the game as well. So we'll see. But uh, hey, John, what about uh, you? Probably got a Patriots Patriots podcast or two lined up with all these trades or all these signings going down. Yeah, for any Pats fans out there, every night seven thirty, Patriots beat podcast live uh, to to go over all of the signings. Last two nights, really good numbers. Uh, people obviously super interested in it now. So stay with us for that stuff. Subscribe to our Patriots YouTube channel uh, where you can get all of that action. That's 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 good. Honestly, a, to quick pivot to Patriots. Um, you know, obviously, Yo, Josue is like antsy over there, dude. What's yeah, going yeah, on, bro? Yeah. You going to the bathroom or something, dude? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you need to like leave us and kind of handle your business? Yeah, man. Keep going. He's like, he's out. He's like, that was an emergency. I just moved him. He looks like he's got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I can see. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Pat, That's a universal Pat. sign. Pats still have 35, mil, 35 to 40 million left under the cap, even with the signings, which is bananas. They still have money? Masterful stuff. I mean, the contract details coming out right now, it's amazing. Um, everything is everything, is everything is built to have a really small cap hit this year. And then uh, when the next TV contract comes up, that's when those numbers go up. But everyone's counting on a, uh, a 220 or 230 cap. And this year it's 180, whatever. That um, seems way too high. So all of the first year numbers of these guys are two and three. So they still have 35 plus million left to spend under the cap. And obviously you got to do draft picks and you got to resign your own guys. So some of that's going to get spent. But they could ease. Don't be stunned if they come out with another boom, boom, couple big ones. Right now you're in the I've got your offer, but I'm shopping it phase. And there's a few offers still out there for big players. It could get really fun. It could get really fun. So there's still hey, more. It's it's crazy. I was, I was told that, you know, they couldn't ever sign last season. They couldn't sign anybody because of the cap. They went on. But now all of a sudden, I guess yeah. the cap, cap is crap again. I hate playing Pat's homer because, you know, I'll be critical of anything or anybody. But this could be the, potentially – a real like a genius long-term play for Belichick, which was it's an absolute tank season, but we are going to buy everything this one year where we've got a chance where no one has money and we'll have all the money and there's nothing anyone can do to stop us. There's teams out there thinking like, I'd like to sign a guy like how many, and they just can't do it. You know, I mean, how many times have you seen the Patriots? You got no cap room and watching all these guys go off the board. It's the so time. weird where they're like, there's like three teams that have money, you know, it's still going to be a monster next year. Well, they're signing the right guy. That team in Tampa. I guess we'll find they out. They are. TB12's crew is still just the baddest of, they, oof. 
Deshaun Watson. That's the name to watch. Everybody get excited. You you think there's a chance? I am. I think no. I think it's more. <laughs> I think it's more likely than not smoke that's being thrown out there to make San Francisco potentially think um, that hey, we're gonna go get somebody if you don't give us Jimmy G soon, you know, uh, or make your trade. So that's what I think. Who they want? I still think that's who they want. If you don't give us Jimmy G, we have Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam Newton's not going to be the thing. Cam Newton's Look at me tremble with the news of that, Bobby. You don't think Cam's the starter, <laughs> Cam's, Cam's only the starter if they draft a quarterback in round one and they and they wait two, three, they wait a few games for him to be ready. I, I, I Cam is there to compete for a job or to be an absolute break glass in case of emergency fallback. He's they're not entering. I don't believe they're entering the season with him in, in mind. We'll that's that domino, the quarterback dominoes yet to fall. It's a lot of money for know, a backup. Man. That's my take. That's my. Take. I think they. I mean, they. 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 They know what that. That in case of emergency, Cam looks like. We saw it last year. Not pretty. <laughs> Just pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell, buddy. Yo, I'm <laughs> like waiting for you. I don't know what you're doing, bro. Like really? I, I think you look. You were crossing your legs. I thought you had to run to the bathroom. My camera was falling. I'm trying to fix it. And... Oh, okay. I thought you were like you were like. I no. Like, <laughs> oh. No. I was like, go, go do it. Right? You're having some more fun. No. Uh, but all right, we're off the rails. We're at the 90 minute mark, but we had to extend it a bit because Sharad jumped on. So we will say good night. We'll be back. I want to. I want to dedicate this show to Josue's Wi-Fi that made it all the way through clean for maybe the first time all season. That was wow. Me off. He still freaking took me off. Yeah, that's we'd right. But just so everyone knows, Josue's Wi-Fi pitched a perfect game. I pulled him. Okay, I pulled, <laughs> I, I pulled Josue with 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 two outs in the ninth in a perfect yeah. game. No, so no, you put me on in garbage time. That's what you did. <laughs> the game was already in the bag and you just had to you know, ruin the perfect game the perfect game yeah so again thanks to all the viewers it was fun you hung with us for a while that was awesome uh we'll see you guys back here tomorrow good night everybody Later, good night guys.